Being able to raise kids with confidence in their abilities and the fortitude they need to succeed while providing a loving atmosphere at home is becoming more and more crucial and increasingly more difficult, especially when you are trying to create something different from what you knew as a kid. My name is Wanda Howard, and I am the founder of Traditions of Truth and host of Successful Parenting Podcast. I am here to show you the real keys to having success as a parent, where God is in the details so you can create the future you dream of and the home environment you love. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard. And now that we've gone a little bit into kind of the dynamics of my childhood and knowing that it went from this amazing family unit to falling apart. I wanted to fast forward a little bit into right before I became a mom. I met my husband when I was 16 and I knew right then that he was one I wanted to marry. So after three long years, finally we were able to get married. Now there is so much to the story for me. Um, we got married right after I turned 19. It was the best decision I ever made. And for him, it was a whirlwind and so much of a world he was not prepared for because he had no idea what he was getting into when I came along. But we have made the best of life and he is my best friend. Absolutely amazing man. I could go on and on about his qualities. He has truly been there for me in the thick and thin and is my greatest support. So after me and him got married, it was not an easy beginning though. We had a lot of rocky times and a huge um, barriers that we had to overcome. We came from completely different backgrounds. As we were figuring things out, we added our beautiful little baby girl to the mix just a year later, but right before she was born, I, on her due date, she was born a week late. So I remember lying there on her due date in my bed, wishing this baby was coming. And as I was lying there, just remember thinking, how am I supposed to raise this human? How am I supposed to teach this beautiful little girl how to love herself, how to have confidence, and how to know that she can do anything in this life. How, how do I teach her to really succeed when I don't even know what that means or what that looks like? And I'm still trying to make sense of my own chaotic background and garbage that I have carried along. So as I was laying there trying to figure that out, I remember looking over at my husband and just remembering like, if I could, come from my background and find the amazing man that I was married to. And if God had helped me this far, things were going to be okay. We were going to work through this. So we have this beautiful baby girl a week later and she was the easiest baby. She spoiled us so much. She was so easy with sleeping and with feeding and we did not realize how good we had it until our firecracker second beautiful daughter came along and she challenged everything we knew about parenting, which was a truly a gift because she has been the peacemaker of our home. She has been amazing. So when I 
now we have these two girls they are two years apart and totally different in personality. <laughs> they tested each other and pushed each other at every turn. And through the toddler years, I kind of had this mentality of, we just need to get through it. We just need to get through it. And then I also was worried though, what's after this? What's beyond this point? How do I make sure that they grow up to be loving, to be kind, to be able to be those people that they need for themselves and for each other? And how do I make sure that I'm having a relationship with them that is going to enable them um, to trust in me, to confide in me, and to know that I love them and will always be there for them. So as I'm going about trying to make all of these things work and figuring out what to do, I start reading all of these parenting books and doing uh, like parenting programs and listening to podcasts, doing all that I could to study more, observe other parents, ask questions, figure out what other people are doing because I did not want to watch my family drift apart um, like my childhood one had. And so as I was doing these things, I got really good I, at doing the crafts, at being super engaged with my kids, at talking to them specific ways, talking to them differently than um, what I thought was normal. All of these tools and abilities were coming to me that were super helpful and super useful. But after a few years of getting up, doing the same thing, taking care of them, feeding them, going on walks, doing activities, um, teaching them, taking care of myself, doing self-care routines, like after a few years of doing the same thing in and over and over, I felt like there was this gap, there was this void, something was missing. And every single time my kids struggled or they had any type of frustration in their life, it hurt because I didn't know what I was doing wrong. I didn't know how to stop them from fighting. I didn't know how to just do better. I was constantly giving my all at any time that there was this struggle or um, like they, their lives were hurting. I felt like I was very inadequate for the task. I wasn't doing enough and I knew I could do better, but I didn't know what better looked like. And then I started to really spiral downwards. I I always had depression my whole life, but now I was struggling with severe depression. I couldn't get up off the couch. I had a slew of other health problems accompany that because of all of the mental health issues I was dealing with. I was going to therapy. I was taking uh, medication. I was doing all the steps that I knew to do, and I felt like I was drowning. Things were not getting easier. They were getting much worse. And my kids seemed like they were loving life. It seemed like they were happy. They were little at this point, so it was kind of hard to gauge um, the scope of what they needed. But they seemed like their lives were pretty good. But I felt depleted. I felt drained. I was doing the self-care routines, but I still felt inadequate to the task. I didn't know what to make sense of things. I didn't know if I was doing things right. 
And it was, I had a lot of anxiety over it. I was really worried about what was going to happen next. And um, if I was going to end up like my mom had been, my mom was always in a wheelchair my whole life and always on the couch. And I didn't want that same reality for my kids because I knew all of the challenges that came along with it. But I also, there were so many dynamics of the health environment that I didn't want, or the mental health environment that I didn't want to pass along to my kids as well. So I started to take things a little differently. And I, I started to take in what I could do a little differently. I became very distant from the people around me. I got very social anxiety around other people and I just wanted to take care of my little family. I was very concerned about what others thought of me and what I should do and how to do things. And there were so many differing opinions on how you should parent this way, how if a kid should be walking by this age and what they should be doing by this age and their development over here and how to give them the best start in their education and just all of these different inputs of, I felt like the world was looking at me to mess up. And so I just hid from it. I hid from the world, but I came across this book that was called um, Seven Principles of Marriage by John Gottman. And he did this amazing study that watched people in their new um, relationships and their marriages. And he took record of, he had like the heart monitors on and stress monitors and all these monitors attached to them as they went about their daily life. And he took record of all of what was going on inside their body while they had these conversations, just these normal day-to-day -day conversations. And some, the thing that really like stood out to me was there was some people that on the outside, it looked like they were communicating well, they were not yelling at each other, they were talking very well, and they were just um, having a civil conversation about whether it was bills or grocery shopping or whatever it was, and yet their heart rate was skyrocketing, their stress was going off the roof, their, they started sweating, and those marriages did not last very long. Even though they were communicating right, they were doing all the things that they should as far as verbalization and um, not yelling. And yet they were struggling in their relationship. They weren't, they were feeling very stressed and high anxiety. And then there was these other couples that weren't your typical um, engaged for what you wanted your relationship to look like. There was a lot more yelling. There was a lot more frustration than, and there was communication, but it was not the kind that I had depicted or thought that um, I should be aiming for. And it talked about how their stress monitors, their heart rates, all of those things, they're, they were healthy. They were good. There wasn't this huge um, red flag anywhere. And those marriages went on to be very successful. They followed them. I, I want to say it was like 20 years past the study. And those relationships continued to thrive and they continued to grow um, in unity together. 
And so when I read this, this light bulb went off in my head, just this idea that one, things can be different than the way I thought that they needed to be. But two, just because things look good doesn't mean that they are. And I had been modeling my life off of the people that I could see, that I physically could tell that they had the life that I wanted, that I wanted to replicate. But it was suffocating me inside. My anxiety was overwhelming. My depression was super bad. And realizing I was not alone in that. There was other people who were trying to live this perfect, quote unquote, perfect life. And yet it was stressing them out and not being fulfilling and not feeling the way that they thought it would. And so that was super helpful to me because I realized that I it wasn't broken. There was hope. There was a way past this. And the other cool thing about um, this part of my story was I started to realize that there was other moms in with poor health, other moms, whether it was with depression or in wheelchairs or um, whatever debilitating health issues that they had that didn't, that prohibited them from being able to show up for their kids the way that they wanted, the way that all the parenting books were saying, do the fun activities and, and be super involved and be active and get right down on their level. Like just that simple step when books would say, get down on your kid's eye level, I just would bawl because I was like, I can't even move. I'm so stressed out. I, it was so hard to leave the house and moving was painful. And so I just remember feeling like I can't even do that for my kids. And then realizing, no, 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 wait, there's a different way of doing things. There are successful parents, good moms and dads who have terrible health debilitating issues that grow a strong, loving home and beautiful relationship with their children. So how do I mimic that? How do I mimic those types of traditions in my life? When I can do that, then it doesn't matter what health issues I face. That's when I started to shift away from this idea of what are the physical um, evidence or things that I could physically see that parents were doing? And instead, what were the founding principles that people were living by, that parents were living by, that enabled them to traverse the chaos in life, the challenges that they face, and come out on top in a way that them and their kids felt more united? What were these founding principles, things that I came to call traditions, things that they passed down naturally and instinctively from one generation to the next, and that didn't require a lot of brain power, that didn't require a lot of stress or over planning, and things that I would be able to do in my circumstances. And as I did that, as I focused on those founding principles, these traditions, I started to create this momentum in my life. And things started to get a little bit better. But before they got better, um, obviously they, they got worse. <laughs> they got a lot worse. Um, this is the part where my family completely um, disowned me and they decided that their lives would be better without me in it. And as 
I went through that challenge, I thought that would break me. That was always my biggest fear. I didn't know what life would look like without my family in it. And now that I was living that reality, now that I was having to figure out what to not only do with my kids to give them a good um, upbringing, but to also how do I deal with this identity that I had taken on that I I wasn't worth loving by the people who raised me. I wasn't worth loving or any effort by my siblings and the people that I grew up with. So now that I was dealing with both of these things, I felt like I was broken and I, I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. I thought my life was over and I learned something invaluable. And I cannot take credit for this. I truly do believe that God put these pieces into my life perfectly aligned to show me this path out and a new life that I did not know possible. But it was all founded on truth. As I continually took steps forward on principles of truth that I could do repetitively, naturally, and that I knew were founded on truth. I was able to start creating my own hope, creating a pattern and a rhythm forward that life conspired in my favor. Now, I, I don't struggle with depression. I don't have ADHD. I don't have all of these things that doctors said that I would constantly be struggling with. And my anxiety is so much better. I I still get anxious, but it's not this over-stimulated, um, debilitating kind of anxiety anymore. I used to get these terrible anxiety panic attacks and where I couldn't even get outside my own door. But now I don't have to live my life in the sense of my health controlling everything. So I share that because as I was going down this one path of trying to just find success as a mom, it um, ricocheted or rippled into the other areas of my life where things started to become more just rhythmic and cohesive. And I'm able to have this life now that I did not dream possible. I didn't know that such joy and fulfillment could exist. And the really cool thing about this is it because I am in the situation where, that I am, where I'm estranged from my family, I know for sure that the fulfillment and success that I have achieved is from my, my own being, from internal fulfillment and success, not outside sources, and because of my relationship with God. I cannot take him out of this story in any shape or form because I would not be here without him. As you go about your day, as you go through your week, I hope you can remember that even though things seem kind of chaotic at times or there doesn't seem to be this like blueprint or steps by step forward, there actually are these founding principles, these traditions of truth that enable us to take these step by steps forward, enable us to know confidently what we are doing, how it will impact our kids, how it will impact us, creating a home environment where we and our kids love to come back to. There's so much on this topic. That's why I created my 
a whole program on traditions of truth, how to implement them, how to create them in an alignment with your core values and the way that you see the world, the way that you need to be able to parent your kid because no two parents are the same. These are amazing tools. So if you want to know more about Traditions of Truth, just send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook at wandahoward.live. I'm most active on Instagram. So just send me a DM there if you want to know more about Traditions of Truth, and we'll go into more of that there. But I am so excited for what we will be talking about next time because we're going to start being on guests and people that are successful in their field and they will be able to share with you some of the things that their parents did to help them get where they are today. I am so glad that you were able to be here and discover more with us of what it means to be a successful parent. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a rate interview so that we can reach more amazing parents who are looking for ways to truly succeed with their kids too. Find me on Instagram or Facebook at WandaHoward.live. If you're like, holy cow, this was amazing, but I have so many more questions, then send me a DM with your biggest takeaways and all of your questions. I'll be sure to take care of you. Have an amazing day and I will see you in our next episode.